Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Stripe tap-to-pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. With Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. No more juggling different methods. Just a simple tap on my iPhone and transactions are complete. What's truly remarkable is how Stripe caters to all my customers' preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Stripe ensures a smooth checkout experience every time. Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Daily Tech News Show is powered by you. To find out more, head to dailytechnewsshow.com slash support. This is the Daily Tech News for Tuesday, June 26, 2018 in Los Angeles. I'm Tom Merritt. And from Studio Feline, I'm Sarah Lane. And we're very excited to have with us today Ms. Luria Petrucci. You might remember her as Callie Lewis as well. Luria, welcome back to the show. I'm so happy to be here. I missed you. Oh, we missed you too. It's been too long, but you are killing it over there with live streaming pros and Geeks Life uh, and more to come. Uh, Very happy to see that. Thank you. Well, we're going to talk with Luria a little bit about 5G uh, and whether it's a good for anything or too expensive in a little (laughs) bit. Uh, But our producer, Roger Chang, has put together a fine list of other elements of the show as well. Thank you, Roger. Yes, and you're about to transition to them or segue in a minute. See, a good producer reminds me that. (laughs) Let's start with a few tech things you should know. Very seamless, guys. The Google Home now habla espanol. The Google Assistant has supported Spanish for some time, but it's now available through the Home, the Home Mini, and the Home Max after rolling out over the last couple of weeks. Three localized versions of Spanish are available, one for Spain, one for Mexico, and one for the U.S. Google's also launching the Spanish-enabled smart devices in Mexico starting today. The company announced earlier this year it would be adding 22 new languages total to Assistant by the end of 2018. Muy bien. Oculus is expanding in Europe, Canada, and the U.K., opening up online purchases for the Oculus Go and uh, shipping the devices that may have been ordered already, bringing the device to over 300 physical stores. Oculus Go was first announced back in October. October, and now it's coming to other parts of the world. Apple released the first public beta of iOS 12 for members of Apple's beta testing program. iOS 12 includes new features like group FaceTime, local multiplayer shared AR experiences, new Animoji, even a new Memoji feature. Apple also opened up a public beta for macOS Mojave, which includes a new dark mode, redesigned App Store, new Finder view, and more. Let's talk about Wi-Fi. We're finally getting a little update to Wi-Fi security. The Wi-Fi Alliance began certifying products that support WPA, 
3. That's the successor to WPA2. That security protocol has been in use since 2004. So if 14 years of WPA2 is enough. WPA3 comes with additional protections for devices connected over Wi-Fi that make it harder for people to crack passwords. One of the things you could do with WPA2 was pull the encrypted traffic offline and start hammering it with a brute force attack you will not be able to do that as easily uh with wpa3 there's also limits of what data hackers can even see even if they do attempt uh to crack it new routers and gadgets that support wpa3 will get these new protections and your older devices could get them as well your existing devices if the manufacturer updates it Devices that support WPA3 also will connect with devices that use WPA2. So if you get a new router with WPA3, you don't have to replace everything else in your house if it works with WPA2. My first reaction was, yay, is my Wi-Fi faster? No. Uh, But, I mean, obviously, new protections are great. When it comes to new devices, that's one thing. But the router that I currently use is quite old. Uh, We're talking, we're going on a decade, uh, even though it chugs along. I don't hold out a lot of hope that the firmware is going to be updated for this. Well, probably not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, probably not to WPA3 anyway. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, uh, Luria, do, do, you, do you feel like running out and getting a new router as soon as these hit the shelves? You know, obviously there's a ton of security conversation. Like this year is the year of security across the board. Like everybody's talking about security and privacy and all of this stuff, right? I, I don't see, you know, this particular thing being something that everyone does like it's going to take years for everybody to kind of move to these new devices except for sarah who's ready to should should have probably upgraded a couple years ago but (laughs) but yeah you know i think i think uh there will be probably a lot of news stories psas things like that about it so i see that coming so more people will probably be aware of it but i don't know that people are going to be really motivated to do that I, and I wish they. I wish that I could disagree with you because they should. <laughs> know, right? They should yeah. be. Uh, and 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 we did have. You know, we had the uh, um, the attacks recently that that sort of encouraged people to update their firmware. And I don't even think those attacks, uh, no. the VPN filter attacks, probably got in as many people to update their firmware as they should have. Um, I mean, I was listening to that. The you know those PSAs in the car, and I was like, meh. I mean, even, you know, me, I know the importance of all of it. You know, it was just like, takes time. We're busy. Yeah. And, and it's, it, and you should do it, Yes, (laughs) Uh, but you should also floss uh, and you should uh, not go swimming an hour after you eat. And and we all know these things and and we break them. Uh, That said, it it, it is important. And, Mm -hmm. and, and so I don't know. I mean, I, I get what you're saying. I, I would encourage everyone to to take that as a as a warning and, and go check your firmware today. But uh, WPA3 is not that. It's not a firmware update that you absolutely have to have. And I th- so I think you're right as far as the slowdown of the rollout goes. This isn't even a an essential security update that you need to have to protect yourself. Uh, I wonder. I, the, the the last thing I wonder about this before we move on. Uh, I wonder if you're going to see the mesh network routers uh, get in on this because they're one of their advantages is they update your firmware for you. So you don't have to think about it like the eros of the world. So I'm curious if, if they'll be rolling out WPA three as well. Haven't heard anything yet. And how quickly ISPs will actually implement that. their free routers that they put in people's yes. uh, places. So. Absolutely. 
I always wondered why the swimming after eating uh, was a thing where no one ever says things like, don't pull vault for an hour after eating. That's a good point, uh, Or any other exercise. Security protocol. That's why. Got it. Got it. Mozilla announced it's testing a Firefox feature called Firefox Monitor, which is a security tool that uses Troy Hunt's Have I Been Pwned? If you haven't heard of this database, it lets users search by their email address from within the browser and possibly set up alerts if your account might be compromised. Firefox browser will let users know the extent of the personal data exposed and offer tips on how to secure their account if there's an issue. The Firefox Monitor tool rolls out next week to around 250,000 users. One password is also integrating the Have I Been Pwned database into the Breach Reports feature of both its web-based version and eventually its desktop app as well. Yeah, this is a this is a cool tool because it will uh, allow you just by email address to find out if there's a possible breach. Now, just because your email address is in a breach doesn't mean you've been breached. Maybe you were good and changed your password since then. Uh, but it, but it's good to know this and and having it not only easily available from within the browser, but also being able to set up those alerts will be really cool as well. I'm just bummed because I just switched from uh, one password to LastPass, so. You know, I, I you, you I meant to look this up earlier. Uh, I felt like LastPass had added uh, some kind of uh, database integration before as they? well. Yeah, um, but but when, yeah, I'll, I'll have to check on that in a second. After losing its license to operate in London last September, Uber has some good news. A judge has granted Uber a provisional 15-month license. One of the issues was how Uber was monitoring and reporting complaints on the platform and how it shares those complaints to the police in cases when they related to criminal activity. Another issue was if Uber had been trying to evade regulatory scrutiny with that gray ball software. Transport for London said it will, quote, closely monitor Uber's adherence to the regulations and swiftly take action if they fail to meet the required standards. Uber, for its part, said it will, quote, continue to work with TFL to address their concerns and earn their trust. So the short version of all of this is Uber says, we're really, really sorry. The court says, all right, you got 15 months to prove you've changed. And TFL says, we are going to be watching you very closely during those 15 months. Well, Uber has very little incentive not to play very nicely. It's a huge market in London, or was anyway, before the whole thing was put on hold. Uh, the fact that Uber appealed this is 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 not surprising in the least. I think Uber initially, in its appeal, asked for eighteen months, got fifteen, but that's a year plus. I, I you know, it's, I. I'm sure there are catastrophes that ha- have yet to be unveiled with, with with any company the size of Uber, but it sounds like for the most part the the city and the company uh, you know are are going to move forward. Well, I, and and keep in mind, uh, Uber didn't have to stop uh, providing service in London, even when London said they were revoking the license because they appealed. They were allowed to continue to operate during the appeal. Right. So this is this is very good news for Derek Khosrowshahi, who is basically trying to say, look, we know. <laughs> we know that the the folks under Travis Kalanick did a lot of bad things. We're not going to do those anymore. And they spent most of the court case not defending their past, but admitting, yeah, we broke the company broke the law back then. Here's what we're doing now to make sure that, you know, for instance, they used to allow people to test their eyesight with an app 
that had not been proven to really be reliable. Uh, and Uber is like, we're not, we're not allowing that anymore. We got rid of that. We're making him go to an actual eye doctor or pr- provide an eye doctor certificate uh, from the NHS, stuff like that. So you know, they, they've worked really hard to change that. The Verge reports on a new security camera from Telecom NTT East and startup EarthEyes called AI Guardmen. Using open source machine learning from Carnegie Mellon, it looks for suspicious movements in a store and then alerts a shopkeeper when it thinks it's detected it. NTT East admits it's not perfect yet, acknowledges that common errors include misidentifying indecisive customers. Maybe they seem suspicious, but they just don't know what they want, or maybe employees restocking shelves. No studies have been done on its accuracy either. NTT hopes to introduce it into 10,000 stores in the next three years. AR Guardman goes on sale in Japan in July for $2,150 and then $40 per month afterwards. So this feels like it might be a little problematic, yeah? <laughs> Very problematic. I can, I can see all kinds of problems coming from this. Like, because you know how we trust our Google Maps or Apple Maps and just drive off the edge of a cliff, right? <laughs> like, we don't, secure. but yes, I, oh, I know right. what you mean. Yeah. We, yes, it's a, you know, royal everybody, uh, silly people. But, um, they, you know, like if it, we trust technology so much sometimes that I think that that could cause a whole lot of, like lawsuits of being accused of things and that that didn't actually happen with when people get a little power hungry because of that. Well, and I mean, there's so many examples, you know, we could, we could bring up of someone saying, Hey, I was, you know, unfairly targeted because somebody, you know, was confused by the, you know, I don't know, something that set them off, but was totally inaccurate. And that's completely unfair. What, is a suspicious movement. If I know that, maybe I'll try not to do it if I think that the software exists. But otherwise, even the company saying, yeah, this is, you know, it has a long way to go is like, okay. That's that's the problem is marketing this and at the same time admitting we we don't really know how accurate it is. Uh, (laughs) I mean, on the one hand, I want to say this is a tool like any other tool and it can be you know, put in place badly or it can be used well. If used well, you just use it to to alert you that like, hey, somebody might be acting suspicious over there. Keep an eye and you don't do anything about it except maybe be a little more alert, you know, and stop working on the other thing and, and keep an eye out. Uh, that's no different than just keeping an eye on the cameras in the shop. But if people, like you say, are going to use this to as they're like, well, the computer said that you were doing so suspicious, so get out of my store, right, that yeah. can cause a problem, especially when machine learning algorithms have been known to adopt the biases of the data on which they were trained, which can pass human biases right into the machine learning. Yeah, I think on the surface, if you consider this something that could eventually keep someone's eyes being trained on security cameras all the time not to miss anything, great. That saves a step for anybody working in a store because there are suspicious, you know, things that happen in stores. I mean, things get stolen and that sort of thing. So it's not a bad idea. It just seems like, ooh, you know, it's, it's, it's rife with issues until it's working better. 
The world seems captivated by IGTV. Uh, I see lots of people talking about it all over the place, but Instagram is not resting on its laurels. Uh, Video calling is rolling out to Android and iOS users. They announced this at F8. It's coming to you today. Let's up to four friends talk together through Instagram Direct. You can even keep looking at other parts of Instagram while you're on the call if you want to browse through Instagram together. Similar web told TechCrunch it estimates the average time spent per user on Instagram has risen from 29 minutes a day in September to 55 minutes a day now. Instagram also now divides the Explore tab by topic and hashtag uh, and also effects from partners like BuzzFeed or Ariana Grande will show up in stories if you follow their account, but they won't show up if you don't. So only the folks you're interested in will add these kind of third-party filters and, and effects to your stories. Luria, I, I know uh, IGTV is of interest to you mm-hmm. in particular. What do you, what do you make of all these Instagram moves? Instagram is killing it, to be honest. Like I, I don't use Instagram as much as I should. I am about to, like they are motivating me to have to use that platform. Uh, I think the killer feature of this particular option is being able to browse while chatting. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, Relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com. The Claude 3 model family from Anthropic is your one-stop shop for enterprise AI. With models at every point on the price-performance curve, you no longer have to make trade-offs between intelligence, speed, and cost. Claude 3 Opus sets new industry benchmarks for intelligence. Sonnet strikes the perfect balance between skills and speed. And Haiku is the fastest and lowest-cost model on the market, perfectly designed for high-volume, high-speed use cases. Join the thousands of enterprises who trust Anthropic to keep them at the frontier. Visit anthropic.com slash Claude today. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Stripe Tap to Pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. With Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. No more juggling different methods. Just a simple tap on my iPhone and transactions are complete. What's truly remarkable is how Stripe caters to all my customers' preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Stripe ensures a smooth checkout experience every time. Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Huge, good move right there. Um, But then, you know, IGTV, like we're about to kick off an experiment with Geeks Life vertical video across the board. So, uh, you know, vertical video and Instagram's options, they are, they're rocking it. And they're, I, I think it's, you know, it's definitely not going to cha- take, take over YouTube or change, <laughs> change YouTube's trajectory, but I think it can make a big impact in the, the industry. Yeah. Uh, it, and, and I hear just anecdotally, I don't know if you guys hear, feel this, the same people talking about Instagram as the, the safe social network is the one they don't mind being on. 
What, safe? Well, I, mean, I safe may be the wrong word, but it, the the one that doesn't bug you, like the yeah. the one that you're like, you know what? Sometimes I just do Instagram because I don't get so angry or upset or et cetera. Et cetera. People do get angry and upset about the other platforms. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know for me, I spend a small amount of time on Facebook just to kind of keep up, but I don't launch Facebook on a daily basis. I hmm. launch Instagram five, 10 times a day. And it's usually kind of mindless. Oh, I have like a minute to spare type thing. Like what are the new photos? I'm not really participated in, in, in it, any live stuff. And I don't even really look at all the Instagram stories, but there's a lot of volume there. I know that that's my go-to. If I want to know something about the news, I'm going to launch Twitter. You know, this is obviously all happening from my mobile, but I use Instagram a lot. I post less, but I absorb more. So hmm. that's where yeah. that time is coming from. Very, very cool. Well, I Instagrammed that conversation. Just so you know. <laughs> Is that what you were busy doing? Yeah. <laughs> very, very cool. Uh, folks, if you want to get all the tech headlines each day in about five minutes, be sure to subscribe to Daily Tech Headlines. Uh, comes your way as a podcast on the Amazon Echo and the Google Home, uh, dailytechheadlines.com. So uh, Luria suggested we sort of check in on 5G to see how it's doing because there's so much hype about it. Uh, and it is coming. Uh, by the end of this year, Verizon and AT&T will have test markets out uh, and available. We might actually get phones that can use it by next year. Uh, up until then, they'll, they'll probably be doing hotspots, little pucks, uh, mobile hotspots that you can use with it. But there's a lot of controversy still about the cost of rolling it out and whether it actually can return on its investment. Uh, there's there's different views on this. NTT Docomo's CTO, Seso Inoue, in 2016 at IEEE in Kuala Lumpur uh, said that's all a myth. 5G will use existing towers and backhaul. It's not, it's not going to be more expensive than LTE. In fact, it should be cheaper. Verizon's soon-to-be CEO, Hans Vestberg, estimated the cost at $200 to $400 per home passed. He called that massively cheaper than fiber, although fiber, depending on the estimate, is anywhere from $400 to $700 per home passed. Uh, so it kind of depends on what you're talking about. If it's compared to LTE, there's more room for disagreement. If it's compared to fiber rollout, it probably is cheaper. And millimeter wave reach is proving to be a little greater than people originally thought. It's about 300 to 700 meters. Previous estimates were for 200 meters. That means you can have the towers farther apart and still provide good coverage. But the problems with 5G is the signals uh, tend to be interfered with by trees and rain. Uh, that means you have to have different equipment to battle the, that interference. That requires different locations. So even if you can keep them farther apart, you might have to put them in different places than LTE. So maybe in a way isn't quite as right about using existing towers. And Frank Rayall, uh, who blogs about this sort of thing and is a consultant, believes that the coverage problems will mean operators will have to pay more to deploy 5G than they did 4G. So there's there's not agreement about this, Luria. But, uh, you know, in the end, we all know where the cost will be passed along to. And that's us. Of course. And, and I think that's what most people are concerned with. You know, whether they have to they were talking about infrastructure being implemented across across the US it, because this, the the units will be smaller they could attach them to things like lamp posts and uh, stop signs and things like that so you're not putting these massive towers in like right outside your home which would be a great thing if they could use infrastructure that already exists which would lessen the cost but at the same time a lot of those would have to be you know there and so 
the 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 interference with the stop sign and all of that stuff like that that concerns me tremendously i don't see you know us being able to kind of walk down the street very effectively and still be able to have that connection but you know i asked my community what their thoughts were and how excited I was expecting them to be very excited, very, you know, like, yes, let's get 5g. And across the board, they were like, meh, like I'd rather stick with 4g and I'd rather keep my money in my pocket. So that's the other question. I mean, 5g theoretically can go up to 10 gigabits per second. We're not going to see that just like with LTE, we didn't see the maximum speeds out the gate, but out of the gate, we should probably see around 400 megabits per second. Uh, and the other big thing that 5g can deliver is reduced latency and reduced lag. Uh, the, you know, the wow numbers are things like uh, a thousand times more bandwidth per unit area, ability to stream 8k video in 3d, download a 3d movie in about six seconds when it would take six minutes on 4g but if your community is sort of like okay but i don't have any 8k videos what does it take to get people more excited because granted i i remember some people being skeptical about lte they're like not sure what i need it for and then hd video streaming came along and people like oh i get what i need it for is 4k video streaming compelling enough for people to want to do that or or are we starting to reach the limits of what we need bandwidth for on mobile and we're going to need to push what the devices do more into that desktop area for people to say, oh, no, I really need to be able to have that higher speed. Yeah, you know, Dave, Dave Peterson in my community, he, he asked the question, like, we, what are our apps? Like, we, we can't do anything else with our phones. And I said, well, you know, I think if we look at the history, like when we had the iPhone 3G, we had certain types of apps now the apps have expanded and they've built on top of what the capabilities are. So I think, I think it's hard, just like Steve Jobs said, like people don't know what they want until they see it. Right. I'm, I know that quote is incorrect. And I paraphrased there. Yeah, so yeah. Don't, don't hate on me here. Um, but you know, like they, people don't exactly know exactly what they can get or what can happen until they see it in action. So I think once it starts to roll out and apps actually create new, innovative ways of using all of this data, that's when we'll start to see the interest increase. Also, yeah. uh, I know one of the pitches for 5G is that your network sensors, your your Internet of Things can have their their connection built directly in. Yeah. Uh, there, there's some debate about whether that's really going to happen or we'll keep using Wi-Fi, especially WPA3 has, has a new part of its spec that allows you to scan a QR code with your phone and connect a device without, ha- you know, to make it easier to connect these devices. So a lot of people still think Wi-Fi, especially in the enterprise, will be used for that. But uh, there may be other mobile devices. And, and to your point, there may be other uses that 5G allows uh, for sensors and Internet of Things that we just haven't just taken advantage of yet because we didn't have the bandwidth to do it. Uh, there's also the fact that there's a 90% reduction in network energy usage. There may be some savings there. Uh, if you're in an area of the country where you only have one ISP provider and the best they can give you is 40 megabits per second and Verizon rolls in with 5G uh, to your home, you will definitely replace that cable <laughs> provider. Uh, so there's lots. It's, it's hard to tell because there's lots of different aspects of this that the companies are banking on. What do you think, Sarah? Well, I okay. So you know, whenever I see like you could stream 8K video in 3D, a 3D <laughs> movie would be downloaded in six seconds. I, I 
I don't personally need that right now. Yet. You know, never, never say never, but it, that's just not something I'm like, yeah, six seconds. However, if that sort of thing is six seconds and that's a parameter for how uh, you know we can uh, look forward to faster coverage overall, then that means a lot of the stuff that I'm currently doing that takes a few seconds is more instantaneous. It's kind of like when you know a web page used to launch however slowly it did and images loaded you know one by one on a web page it's like now when that happens we all go what's going on because we're used to everything loading instantaneously so that's what i kind of take from all of this it's it's going in the right direction but yeah as you mentioned infrastructure issues and um uh passing the non-savings along to customers is you know we, we get this every time yeah and gamers like the latency and the lag reductions. It, it may be for that sure. 5G catches on for lots of little reasons uh, if it catches on. Not, and, and that's why it doesn't look like like there's an obvious one big reason for it right now. So I don't see why it wouldn't catch on eventually. Yeah, yeah. It's not going to go away. You know, something has to come out, right? Well, Verizon and AT&T are spending a lot of money to they put all? it in, you know, and so is NT Docomo and so are companies in Korea, SK Hynix and, and others. So, uh, yeah, it, it's going in. <laughs> They're going to do yeah, their darndest to convince us. Uh, and, and usually what happens is, you know, early adopters pick up stuff because it's new. And then we start to see what it's good for. And then everybody goes, oh, well, that's that's pretty cool. Maybe I should get that, too. So. Well, thanks to everybody who participates in our subreddit. You can submit stories. You can also vote on stories submitted by others in our community. DailyTechNewsShow.reddit.com. We're also on Facebook, Facebook.com slash groups slash DailyTechNewsShow. And we also get your emails. And sometimes we read them like now. That that is truth. Uh, Timmy D writes, uh, he was talking about Good Day Internet, which, by the way, if you aren't familiar with Good Day Internet, it's uh, our pre and post show where we talk about all sorts of things and often relate to the, the show in general in an expanded way. Timmy D says, on episode 3310, uh, you were talking about whether things are generally improving for humans as tech advances. 5G could be part of that. And while Tom was saying, yeah, Roger was a little bit more pessimistic, the group... Uh, Gapminder.org has some really interesting TED Talks and data tools on their site that show globally how things definitely do get better as time goes on. The patriarch of the group wrote a really interesting book called Factfulness that talks about why humans tend to get things so wrong. <laughs> their recommendations remind me of how Tom tackles breaking news without getting wrapped up in the drama and the hype. No offense to Roger, of course. Anyway, I thought you'd appreciate what they said. Thanks for being awesome. Interesting. Although yeah. factfulness just sounds like truthiness, truthiness. to me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Also, I, I take mild offense. But, you know, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just teasing. Well, I, th I think, yeah, I think that Timmy was, was saying, hey, we all, you know, have complicated feelings about this. Here's some more information resources. Yeah, it's, it's natural for humans to think a little negatively because it's an evolutionary advantage. If if you're worried about the wildebeest uh, being, you know, or the or the lion getting to you, you're more likely to survive because you won't put yourself in harm's way. So you you, you have to consciously overcome that uh, to be able to see what's really going on sometimes. Well, thanks to Timmy D for writing in, and thanks to everybody who writes us at feedback at dailytechnewsshow.com. And special thanks to Larry Petrucci for being with us. This is the first time you and I have been on DTNS together, so very special day for me. Yeah, for it's me so too. nice to see you again, um, and uh, I know everybody was really excited to have you on today. Let folks know what you've been up to and how they can keep up with your work. 
Yeah. So uh, first of all, thank you for hanging out with me. Thank you for having me. It's so good to be back. Um, And uh, we are streaming live on Twitch five days a week and doing uploaded videos uh, on, well, uh, YouTube uh, twice a week as well. So and IGTV coming up. (laughs) Vertical videos. We're doing it. Oh boy, I can't believe I'm doing it. Uh, do, do, do you have that same thing that we do where you're like, oh but we God. were trained to hate vertical videos. I have been yeah. preaching. Like I teach live video on live streaming pros, right? And I always say, turn your freaking phone landscape. And uh, now I'm, uh, well, yeah, I'm testing it. I, I got to see if this is the future or not, yeah. or if things are changing or not. That's what I do, so... Exactly. You know, when film went from black and white to color, it changed lighting and everything. So TVs went from square to to sixteen nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It all it's always it's always changing. Uh, You know what always is going up? We hope is the number of patrons we have right now. We have six more patrons than last month. Just need four more to make my birthday dreams come true. Uh, So check out all the perks. One of the perks, if you back us at any level is you get access to Good Day Internet, the full pre and post show plus DTNS all in one file as an RSS feed through Patreon. Uh, you can check that out and find out all the other perks for joining our community at patreon.com slash DTNS. Our email address, once again, feedback at dailytechnewsshow.com. We love your feedback. We're live Monday through Friday as well. If you can join us, great. 4 to 30 p.m. Eastern, 2030 UTC is the time. Find out more at dailytechnewsshow.com slash live. Scott Johnson will be with us tomorrow. We'll talk to you then. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs> Hi, this is Matt and Sean from Two Black Guys with good credit. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, N.A., copyright 2024. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, You can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.